The brilliant horizon is expansive and breathtaking. We take a moment to pause and reflect on the future ahead of us. We see it's filled with infinite possibilities. It does require us to take the first step of faith to move forward. The journey calls to an irresistible drawing of desire deep in your soul, beckoning you ever forward. We're filled with hope and possibility. You must deeply engage in your faith to propel you into inspired action. Come engage with Jennifer Duza and Karen Smith as they lead, encourage, and inspire you through life's pivotal choices. We will focus on leadership, mindset, business, entrepreneurship, faith, abundance, and building your dreams. Jennifer and Karen's personal stories will make you think, laugh, be inspired, deepen your faith, and help you fulfill your own God-given callings. The world needs your gifts and talents. They lie ahead on your brilliant horizon. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome to Brilliant Horizons, a Leadership Mastermind podcast. My name is Jennifer Duza, and joining me today, of course, is my co-host, Karen Smith. Welcome, Karen. Oh, thanks, Jennifer. It's such a privilege to be able to work with you every single week on this. Thank you to our amazing audience out there. We're just grateful that you guys keep tuning in. Please don't forget to share these tips and takeaways, and um, also tell your friends. Hello, like when you go to a great place to eat, you always tell your friends, we have to go to this restaurant. So say that and share our podcast, please. (laughs) I love sharing podcasts with my friends. I was on a recent road trip with my son and I've gotten him hooked on a podcast that we listen to on the road trip. So we had about 13 hours to kill in the car the other day. And I reached out, Hey, what are some good podcasts to listen to? Uh, Put a note on my personal Facebook page. And it was funny. People were saying, Oh, well, I know of a great one, Brilliant Horizons. (laughs) And I was like, all right, you characters, I'm not looking for kudos here or or fishing for compliments. I was truly looking for suggestions of podcasts that I hadn't listened to, maybe something new or different. And I got some great recommendations. I love sharing a good podcast with different people and I have them for different areas. That's the thing that I love is that, yes, I had books on tape or there I'm aging myself. How old are you, Dusa? Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably younger than me. (laughs) Oh, geez. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm ancient, but anyhow, so that's why you're so wise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I had my, uh, my books on audible that I could have listened to, but I really was looking for a great podcast that my son and I could listen to. And, and it's really helps to open dialogue too, between certain situations or people's characters, people's actions, and have that dialogue with my kids. Like, what would you do in this situation? Or what do you think is happening? And it it made for some great conversations along the way. I love that. And what a way to use it as a tool to open up conversations, because that's something I really miss from when I was younger, where there wasn't any social media or people just didn't really build their whole lives around television was just people had conversations with each other. And I think that's why the podcast feel fun sometimes, because it does just feel like you're sitting there with having a cup of coffee or tea and having a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. What's funny is when you start noticing certain things in your kids, because they're just in the car listening to your podcast or a radio program. I love listening to Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions. He's awesome. My son, we're driving down the road and he hears somebody call in with some, but it was an action that someone was going to take out a loan for something. And my son said, Oh, Dave Ramsey wouldn't like that. (laughs) 
<laughs> go, kid. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? right. Oh, that's fun. Oh, it was, it was pretty cute. And then as he's learning how to play the guitar, he's playing the theme song for Dave Ramsey. So yeah, I think we, <laughs> I think you've got him hooked. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I hear you clucking big chicken. I, I get what you're saying. I, I listened to too much Dave Ramsey, I think. <laughs> He is really great. And of course, you know, I am a Dave Ramsey master financial coach. So of course I love all things Dave, but he is fantastic. And what people just love and respect so much about it is, is he's just straight up honest with people. And we just don't see that very much anymore. Yes, exactly. Well, all right. We could, we could go on and on about Dave and all his wonderfulness. And Karen, speaking of Dave Ramsey and speaking of being a money coach, you were recently featured on a podcast by our friend that we know and love, Tiffany Spees mm-hmm. and her directly different podcast. What do you know what episode that was? And, and what were you speaking about? The episode is titled Creating Wealth and Abundance in Your Business. Tiffany is a great interviewer and she and I talked about how to allow wealth and abundance to come into your business and a little bit of a combination of some Dave Ramsey tips. But um, as you well know, I also pair that with the natural laws of money and how the energy of money and then combine both the practical and the energetic, as I always tell people. So it's a beautiful combination on how money and wealth works. I'd encourage you to go listen. Her podcast is called Directly Different. She's just done a great job. Well done, Tiffany. (laughs) Yes. And whether you're in direct sales or not, it is such a great podcast to learn some valuable leadership tips from as well. Big shout out to Tiffany. She does a phenomenal job with it. And Karen, you were amazing on it. And I do want to encourage you to go out and listen to that podcast because it was such a great episode. There's a lot of value that, that our listeners can find value in. So great job, Karen. Thank you so much. And I, you know, I have a passion for teaching about money and and wealth and abundance for people. It's just such a transformative piece of our lives that when you really understand how money works and you leverage it to your full capacity and to bless others, it becomes this, um, this amazing piece of excellence in your life. And I just really encourage all of you guys to fully embrace it. Hopefully Jennifer and I'll have some future episodes around wealth and abundance and money. We're both big Dave Ramsey fans anyway, but we have some good tips for you coming up in the future too. We will. As I opened with, we are talking today about success versus excellence. Let's get into that here. And as you know, and discovered. We love definitions. Definition Definition dorks. dorks. We are definition (laughs) dorks. I think that's our new hashtag that we're going to start using. Definition dorks. dorks. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to go in and define what is success. So success is the accomplishment of aim or purpose. So being like the top in your company or being the number one in a sales position, success really is defined by what is normal in our culture or societal norms. Mm -hmm. And excellence is the quality of being excellent or maximizing your potential. This is done more around one's work or effort, and it's more of an internal than a cultural definition. Yes. And I love that because whenever something resides in the personal realm, that means it's within your control to influence and to grow and to change. And that should be a great encouragement to us versus us creating a sense of like, oh, this is my problem now. You should be grateful that you have the opportunity to influence that. And that's something I think that people really miss. Success versus excellence is motivated by achieving your potential rather than meeting standards set 
by others. Yep, absolutely. And this is something that's interesting to me in our society today. I just sense that the desire or the need for excellence has just significantly dropped over the years. And I really would love to see this revolution of personal excellence rise up again. I think it some of it comes from the basis of trying to make everyone equal. Well, the reality is, is everyone is created equal by God. It is just what you do with those gifts and the choices that come along uh, your way. Are you going to engage in excellence with those things? Or are you going to just delegate that out and say, well, that person's not doing it or, well, the standard is such. And so I'll just live up to that. You know, mm-hmm. how are we actually incenting excellence in our society? And, and I don't know if we really are anymore. And just like last episode, I talked about the integrity of this young man that I worked with and what he did. I wish there was a way to incentivize that kind of behavior because when we reward those actions, that's when you see not only the level of integrity increase, but also that personal excellence then increases because it's like, oh, somebody noticed that. And I'm a carrot chaser. So, you know, if that helps me to level up my integrity, my excellence, whatever it might be, I'm going to go after it. It is. And that's so important because I think for me with excellence, it's really two things. It's a personal habit, but it's also a personal standard. So how many of you guys have seen somebody who's excellent in one thing that they do, but not so good at another thing that they do? And to me, this also points out that your level of integrity or integration with believing something about yourself, your self-image. But when you set a personal standard of excellence for yourself, that is something that then goes across every area of your life. And just like a rising tide raises all ships, a standard of personal excellence increases the level of excellence you give in every single piece. So if you are living in a home that's a complete wreck because you don't even take time to make your bed or pick up the dishes or whatever, do you think that your level of organization in your business is going to be very good? It's probably not. Order is heaven's first law of wealth. If you don't have that standard of excellence in your own home, it's hard for wealth to come to you and it's hard for success to come to you. It's the same thing of if you don't personally see that you're worth taking care of and maybe that's eating healthy food or for those of us who are entrepreneurial workaholics like me, it's sometimes it's just taking a break and a vacation or going away and not doing anything. <laughs> um, are you actually taking care of your body like the Ferrari that it is or are you giving it substandard junk? What are you doing? What level of excellence are you living at? And we will always be upgrading this area. And I have those things in my life that I'm working on. If you don't decide to take that excellence on as a personal standard, you are not going to see other things change in your life. And if you want more success and you want your businesses to grow and you want to attract more financial abundance and wealth, you absolutely have to up-level your personal standard around excellence. One of the things that I noticed as a business coach working in corporate America, I noticed this comparison syndrome happening where people were, were looking at and comparing where they were versus where someone else was. You can't do that. Yes, it's a great way to say, gosh, look at her. She's doing an amazing job. But you also have to look at where you are. 
and not comparing yourself to your beginning to someone's middle or end. You are where you are at today. So Mm -hmm. I don't like comparing or using that measure of success as much as I do using a a level of excellence, you know, because that is something you can do every day. Is my level of excellence good today? How did I do today? Can I improve tomorrow? Excellent point because comparison just demotivates us. It pulls all the energy out. We won't end up taking action and it's very damaging to our self-image and our self-esteem, which of course does not advance us on anything that we want. If you always decide to choose excellence, it's really about saying to yourself, did I give my best today? You will naturally advance and achieve more success and it won't be such a fight to do it because Mm -hmm. once you begin to pattern with that, you actually will find other people in your life who live by a standard of excellence, which then makes certain things easier in your life. And then other opportunities will come your way that you're like, wow, I never could have imagined that this opportunity would come. It's because you consistently showed a level of excellence. And we all have examples in our life of where we did something exceptionally well, and we got rewarded with some additional peace there. True excellence and a true desire for raising that level of excellence is always born out of your Mm self-image. And whatever your current self-image is, is exactly where you're going to perform. And this is where I love what you teach on too, Jennifer, because I think you're so good at this is, yeah, don't engage in that self-comparison also don't shortchange yourself. If your own self-image is saying it's easier for me to compare myself to someone who's much farther along in the journey and then decide I'm not good enough. And so I'm just going to disengage and not do the work. That's really not choosing a level of excellence. Instead, Mm -hmm. you can say, you know what? Yesterday I only made one call to sales or today, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're selling peach salsa and you only called one person yesterday. And then it's another three weeks before you call somebody else. A level you your standard of excellence and call somebody every hour mm-hmm. and really look and see that your self image lines up with that. This is a key piece that we have to work on all of our lives. It really is saying, you know what, I believe I'm excellent enough to do that. And how do you keep raising your standard to do that? Excellence can be achieved by your personal value system. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to see excellence. It's your self worth. Your self-worth remains intact when you are living by excellence versus looking and comparing yourself to someone else. And then you're depressed because, well, I didn't do as well as she did, and I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing that. It doesn't matter. Did you do your very best today? Mm -hmm. If not, what could you do different? How can you improve? Right. And that's such a great point you bring up because we have value simply because God decided to create us your value comes only from him. So it doesn't matter how you perform or what somebody else thinks of you, your value is personally intact. That's easier way for us to then separate and say, hey, the actions that I'm taking, can I upgrade that if I'm not doing well? So I think about like your daughter loves to play softball. If she wants to continue to improve her softball skills, she has to be honest about what can be improved. And then she has to, like you said, engage her personal values of saying, you know what? I have the ability and the desire to get better because I'm choosing to live with a standard of excellence. And because she does that consistently, she's had some amazing opportunities open up to her. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for us, whether you're at work in corporate America, or maybe you're working in direct sales, or you're an entrepreneur of selling something or doing something, or even... In your parenting or your marriage or your relationships, 
at the end of the day, how are you living up to a standard of excellence for yourself? Do you show up for yourself with the same excellence that you show up with everyone else? I know this is something that I'm always working on because it's easier for me to give to other people than it is for me to give to myself. And so I'm learning how to up-level giving myself excellence and not just giving it all away to somebody else. That's another great area that I wanted to bring up, Karen. Committed to excellence. If you are committed to excellence, then you are going to be successful. It's almost like it's an automatic. You are going to reach that level of success just by being excellent in your work. One of the stories that I can share with you about this is being in corporate America, working in direct sales. I see this happen a lot where consultants will say it's summertime. I'm going to take the summer off with my kids and they don't continue that level of excellence and that level of success that they should be on. Mm -hmm. They're not maintaining that through the summer months. And what happens is that then that level of excellence drops and they are no longer hitting where they need to hit. Right. Which then in turn, because they've kind of stopped working or just really kind of taken a break. Now, when fall starts and kids go back to school, now they're having to ride that roller coaster again, build up that momentum again, instead of continuing that ride and keeping that momentum going in your business. Now you're having to level up and push even harder instead of just keeping that level of excellence going. And that's really important too, because even if you, I've worked in commodity-based businesses most of my career. And so there are some very specific highs and lows. So like harvest season, you tend to see a lowering of prices or off season, you might see something increase. It's what you do in the downtime, whether you're waiting for the crop to ripen or you're waiting to plant those fields. It's all that work of excellence that you do in between time that actually ends up getting you, say, a better contract uh, down the road. You brought up a really good point about how people choose to sometimes stop doing a particular thing because another one of their priorities has come up. And I would say it goes back to when we talked about setting goals and scheduling what's important to you. Really look at those things in your business. And, and this is no matter what kind of business that you have. But if you find yourself really flagging at certain times of the year in your energy or your activity, go see where you can add back in some excellence. And again, we're not talking about excellence in a way of like working 25 hours a day or killing yourself in the pursuit of a business. You need to find the right balance of your own personal priorities with that. If you're really not consistently scheduling excellence in your life, then just ask yourself, well, how can I do better at this? Not to beat yourself up, but just to say, I want to do better because I want to be better and I want to offer better. So true. If you are excellent, you will be successful. You can be successful without being excellent. True. So keep that in mind as you're working and striving to be better or being the best that you can be living in that level of excellence. And this is one that Karen knows is a personal pet peeve of mine. When I go somewhere and I don't see someone living up to their potential, not doing their best level of excellence. I had a conversation with my daughter and we were talking about softball, comparing what that's like to live in a level of excellence or living in a level of success. And what does that mean? Not only on the softball field, but in business and in school as well. 
Right. And if you have maybe one strong area of your life that's very successful, I used to see this a lot in corporate where somebody would be extremely successful in their career and excellent there, but they had completely lost or destroyed their family in the process. Mm -hmm. And then you're really not being excellent at your work because true excellence ends up bringing up the excellence of your entire life. And just like as a mom, when you step up and you offer a level of excellence that your children can watch and emulate, again, not perfectionism and not that struggle, but just saying, I gave my best today. Did you give your best? And the amazing thing is, is that excellence is limitless and it also is extremely motivating. So you will find yourself re-energized. You will find new doors opening to you in ways that you hadn't been aware of, or maybe they come more easily to you. I would just encourage our listeners, just pick one area to start. Don't try to do everything. It takes uh, some time to retrain your brain. So just pick one area where you know that you can do better with, kind of like we talked in our last conversation around integrity and character. Just pick an area and then develop your awareness around that and then just work to get better at it and raise that whole level. I like to look at people who have a level of excellence across their entire life, maybe their personal life, their professional life, and really learn from what those people do as habits and standards of excellence. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for your insight on excellence versus success. It's been amazing to go through this process, look at the different areas that not only we can help teach all of our listeners about, but also leveling up our own success or excellence as we go along as well. It's so true. And it's such a pleasure to work with you, Jennifer. I always feel like you help me up level my level of excellence. And and guys, don't forget, if you really want to go to the next level of your leadership and growth in your business, contact Jennifer and I. We are here to help you. It's one of the best things I ever did for myself was engage in coaching for myself. And you have two great options and we're making ourselves available to you. So contact us if you need some help. If you don't know what that looks like to have a coach, reach out. We will we'll be gentle. We promise. We'll, we'll walk you through what having a business coach or a personal coach looks like. We'll work on what works best for you. So thank you all for tuning in, for being a part of this. We look forward to engaging with you next week as we talk about perfection versus purpose. Sounds good. We'll see you guys soon and have a fabulous week and add a level of excellence in all you do. Take care, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. We hope you found value in what you heard today. Drop us a note to let us know your favorite takeaway or application from today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any episodes. While you're there, be sure to leave us a review. And as always, if you're ready to grow and advance your own God-given callings, contact Jennifer or Karen for personalized coaching. Don't let your dream go one more day without living it out.